back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> here for that Spy Family Episode 3 Life. Sorry. They didn't know that I created the intro. I was trying to surprise them. This was a little bit of like a gift for them, but they were like, why are we going live? Why are we pre-recording this? So I take the hit on this. I, I will take the hit, but I'm glad that Lucas and Matt are here. What's going on, gentlemen? What's going on, man? Glad to be here. Glad to be here to talk about Spy Family. Yes, sir. So let's go ahead and just unwrap this. Um, So episode one, episode two. Episode one gave you Anya's backstory a little bit mm-hmm. and picking her up. And then your night, she was pretty much the catalyst for everything in the second episode. She, so he finally got his wife. But what does that mean? We talked about the concept of what does it mean for them really to actually be a family? How dangerous can this actually be? And also how fun can this actually be? And it's almost a bit of everything. <laughs> like, I think that this episode was to me, I was like, okay, this is going to be so much fun. But at the same time, I'm very curious to see when it's going to just unravel. Um, what were you guys' impression of episode three, personally? Lucas? I think, I think me and Matt was waiting on each other. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Disney Presents anime. That's what it felt like. Like, it's 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 cute. It was a it really, it really cute, is cute, interesting episode as you get just them getting to know each other. But also, I love the beginning where uh, Anya talks about, or in her head, is talking about secrets right. of the family. And we get to see, like, the bodies laying beside each parent for the things that they do. Again, her being the psychic who can read their minds and know exactly, I don't know, telekinesic or Professor X. Her favorite <laughs> Professor X powers. <laughs> he can read their minds. And just everything that comes along with that. It works so well in this episode. I love the little setup of them going to the shop and buying her clothes and her setting up her room and running through the boxes fast. And it, it's just a really cute episode. Right. What about you, Matt? Uh, this, this, this... All right, so you, you like, like I told y'all last week, my perspective is going to be like, what was my thoughts when I first read it? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my thoughts when I first read it was, uh, this is the calm before the storm. Because like you said, it felt very uh, like cute and nice. And I, I mean, animated, I love the episode. Like I really loved how they orchestrated everything. The overall tone for the episode was like you said, light and fun, and you get to see their dynamic, their family dynamic, them working together. Um, there was a quote that uh, Yor said in, in like the mock interview that I wish they actually kept, but I, they probably couldn't keep it for licensing reasons and all that. But when she was talking about, uh, I forgot exactly what the question was, but in the manga, she actually said, um, you know, how do you like whip a kid into shape or whatever? And then she was like, she actually said, strike, strike first, uh, strike hard. <laughs> Oh man! No mercy. Oh. <laughs> Wait, no, she did say something similar to that, but she didn't yeah. say the rest of it. Like, she said yeah, she said strike it. first, strike hard, no mercy. So she actually did the whole Cobra Kai, that's you know, hilarious. thing in, in the manga. So I was that's the only thing I was upset about. But other than that, I mean, just the overall connection, getting to right. see how they operate, especially not knowing, you know, whose abilities or what. And as we said, you know, we discussed last week, Anya's the only one that knows. Mm-hmm. She's the only right. one that, that can see what's going on here. So from her perspective, we're like, oh, I'm going on an ooting. I'm having a nice ooting today with my mom and my dad. <laughs> and I'm going to, and one of the details I love, I'm pretty sure we'll talk about it later, is, is when 
I, will, I you know what I'll probably save it. It'll probably come up later. Um, but that's just my thoughts on the episode. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. I think this is really cute. Like I actually was kind of like the moment I think when I realized this felt really cute is when after they, you know, did the deed and protected the old lady and got her pocketbook back, and they were sitting there just having like random banter and like she was like well, y'all are a beautiful family i was like this is cute like it's, i don't know how any you know, other way kind of say it. like there's there's um certain anime that you can watch that's just feel good anime like it's not like based on any tragedy or anything like that. it's just it's wholesome it feels really good and there were a couple different moments like that there was a moment where in the beginning of the episode uh lloyd was trying to kind of prep them Mm. He was giving them all this exposure to these articulate things and trying to show them art and, and trying to make them more like a refined cultured. family and more yeah. cultured. And it just wasn't working. And eventually Yor was kind of like looking at him really frustrated, which is a good wife would do. Like she cares <laughs> and looks like, OK, something going on with my husband. Yeah. Let me take him out of his stress real quick. Mm-hmm. And she said it in the most polite way. She didn't condescend him she didn't say this isn't working she's like do you mind having a change of pace real quick and he's yeah. like he had said twice i think in the episode he's like i'm ready to give up I mean, like <laughs> years of being a spot i'm ready to give up and she took him to this random spot he had never been and um they looked out in the cityscape and it was just it was just beautiful and i think that i was like man this feels like a great panel like if i was looking at this mm. as a manga I'm pretty sure it looks just beautiful. Um, And the way they conveyed a lot of the artistry and certain like character moments that were outside the family, I thought it worked so well because you're you're, the whole entire time you're pondering like, you know how individually they work and function, but you don't Mm -hmm. know how they're really going to work in the real world. And I think this episode was really trying to show you what that looks like. Um, as far as like, I guess the animation, as far as the characters, what was the things that you guys picked up on this episode that you liked <clears throat> about any of the characters, honestly? That's a good question. Um, Anya's innocence really shows a lot in this episode. J- just her need to be loved. Again, we kind of forget because it's not really brought up in this episode that she was an orphan, that she has been returned as many times as she has because she quickly develops connections here. Mm. And just sitting back and seeing that, especially just her calling her mom, mother repeatedly in this episode, or or father when she needs anything, just that overall innocence that you get from children where she's actually able to forget at times what she can do, even though you do get the scene where they're in the big crowd and she can hear everybody right. and she panics because mm-hmm. it, it's uncomfortable for that to be around. Mm-hmm. And you immediately see him understand something's wrong. I need right. to get you away from this situation. Or right. when she's trying to locate the man from up high and you see her nose starting to bleed as she's trying to focus on him. Mm-hmm. Same thing. It's immediately like, I need to take care of you. I need to make sure that you're okay. So right. along with her innocence, it's just that development of family that just real comes across the best to me in this episode. I, mm. I, again, she's cute. Kids are cute, and it and it it, it gets you every time. <laughs> what about you, man? Just her little hands. Like we were talking about, yeah. like you know, like <laughs> like Sam, you know this. Like you, you know this. You know, having having a newborn, like. <laughs> 
holding holding that child's hand in your hand, that little small hand is just the innocence of like, man, like the world, you have the world at your fingertips. Like this is life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a weird, you know, I haven't had that feeling yet as a father, but I've had it as, you know, being like the eldest cousin in my family on my, on my mom's side of the family. Um, mm-hmm. we, you know, we had a, had a, a newborn a couple years ago and it was kind of like the same feeling, you know, you just hold this little hand and it's like, Oh man, it's this little kid. So like seeing her being like, you know, can I hold your hand? And then she's holding her hand. And it was just, just that little exchange just was really adorable and it was wholesome and slice of life. And it just makes you feel good to see her being loved by someone even even if it was because Anya even said in her perspective like oh she reminds me of my little brother like you right. know when we when we did this like you know I she reminds me of my little of my little brother and right. as psychotic as she is <laughs> and she's psychotic <laughs> and I know we'll talk about that too um there's a lot of innocence in your as well and a lot of it love is. she has a lot of love to give too as a character you can see a lot of that through her actions and the way that you know, even though it's all like a fake family thing, they're all feeling it. It's, mm-hmm. it they, you know, it's, there's no cap in this situation. They're all feeling it, right? And uh, one of the things I love to, because uh, you mentioned the uh, the scene we're looking, they were looking for the purse thief uh, that I really loved was when Anya was able to figure out who it was, and mm-hmm. she said, "Oh man, how do I tell? How do I tell my dad that is this guy without really?" telling him and that was really smart from Anya. She was like, "Oh, I want a cake." And then but even even cooler than that was Twilight's perception in the moment like there's a lot of people here she's asking me for cake, but wait a minute, I know that walk. I know this guy, I have the way he's hiding his hat. What's going on with that? Mm-mm, that's right. the dude. That's us. Let me go get him. So, it was just showing how it kind of hinting at how things could be. Right. If you, can you imagine how dangerous the three of these three, you know, these people would be if they knew each right. other's ability, so right. um, I really love those little details too. Even with uh, your just jumping off and just going straight into her <laughs> and her it, like her intuition, her programming just took oh no, hell no, and she just <laughs> ran straight for this person. So that the, all those little details was I really love that as well. Yeah, nah, I, I so for me it was your <laughs> like I loved Anya, I, I thought she was great, but it's kind of like I realized that them as a family. Every family, whether you start from one to three to four mm-hmm. or how many ever kids, you have to learn to adapt to that personality, no matter what. Whether it's like adapting to your wife or spouse, adapting to your first kid, adapting to two kids. It's always a moment of trying to adapt. The difference is that they are very much themselves. <laughs> like, your <laughs> was so fascinated with anything with a blade. That she was almost like enticed by it. Like she, she, I think she had like a, a butter knife in her hand. She was just sitting there slowly caressing. And like at the same time, she understood her, what's the word? It's not even a mission. She understood her role in this family. She understands that she wants to cater to Lloyd. She wants to be there for Anya. And it's almost like an instinctual thing. But at the same time, she has to be careful. To not let her backdrop or baggage bleed over into them. And I think that that was the thing that I found so fascinating about how this is going to develop as a show. Because that's the whole point about families is you learning to adapt and also change for them. But technically, if she's an assassin, she can't necessarily change with so much. Mm-hmm. And if he's a spy, he definitely can't break code. Well, because the more he does that, 
he even in this episode, this is the third time that he's exposed himself openly because I was like, he just put that dude down, but he let everybody see his face mm-hmm. and he's completely exposed. And I'm like, I don't I'm I'm worried and concerned for that, but it's entertaining at the same time. Yeah. So I don't know if y'all want to pull anything from what I just said. Well, I have a question. Something I did notice. Did you find it? Well, Matthew may have because he read the, the manga, but <laughs> that the way they were talking about Anya's yours brother, but we never see his face. We haven't. We never I, saw, I found I, that awfully odd. I don't I will, know if that's custom to animes, but I found that odd. I will say this. I I I do not know the answer to that actually. Ah. So we in the same boat. Okay. Okay, yeah. on that one. I found that very weird and very interesting because if I was watching the film and that happened, it's because her brother's someone that both should know and it's not a good thing. Someone of him. I have a theory about bro. Um, Wait, hold on. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. I'm just chatting. <laughs> no, what's your what's your theory? Because I got something I was thinking too. Just because I, I like I said, um, I, I haven't gotten that far, so I have no idea what's going on with her and the brother and their whole entire deal. Um, but I do think that her brother might be like she might come from an assassination family, and him having that job is a cover, and they probably speak to each other in code all the time. Maybe that whole conversation they had was was a code conversation. We don't know, but he might be somebody that's super uh, dangerous as an assassin, and he might be somebody that Twilight might have to take out, and that might cause some conflict. And did Anya see the picture of the brother, or did just Twilight see the picture of the brother? I don't even remember if Twilight saw him. Yeah, Twilight right, did because right. he brought he, it up when he said, "Oh, that's that's your brother." When he saw the picture of him, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Yes." So I think he's seen the picture of the brother, but Anya hasn't seen a picture of the brother. Could we mm-hmm. find out the brother had something to do with with again, um, with Anya? That's another good one too. What if he's actually working? What if he was? What if he? What if we saw him? What if he was the doctor with the glasses? Uh, that's what I. That's exactly what I was thinking. So yeah, I'm gonna present something. I'm gonna present something to y'all. That's my theory, and I'm probably completely wrong. But this girl, she's an assassin, right? And she's presumably working for this organization that's giving her hits, right? And she's supposedly doing this also for her brother. But what if her brother really isn't alive? What if he's been dead this Mm. whole entire time? And she's imagining having conversation with him on a regular basis or whenever, because nobody's actually heard his voice. When we, in context, what we've seen, we technically, the viewer, have never seen him outside, I guess, this picture. And uh, we've never heard his voice. There's a, there's a thing to that, though. At the party. Yeah, I'm about to say at the party yeah. they bring Home, up her brother repeatedly. Homeboy, homeboy, she was like, "Oh, she was like, could you tell my brother, you know, um, that I came with somebody or whatever?" And the oh, guy, the guy that yeah. uh, was uh-huh. the boyfriend of yeah. uh, what's the chick? 
the chick that Camille. was rude. Yeah, yeah. Camille. You had me in the first half, Sam. So I'm they, like, okay, he going somewhere. That one. Yeah, because they the other people know her brother. Yeah. Mm. We just haven't seen her brother or heard mm-hmm. her brother. But clearly others know who he is. So then that makes me wonder when you take away the, that it could be a mystery to her because the other people know her brother. Mm-hmm. When you see that Twilight saw a picture of her brother and did not recognize him mm-hmm. to make him think that that's a threat, the only thing left would be at that time, Anya, I don't believe, looked at that picture. But this is the weird though. Wouldn't, wouldn't Lord, Lloyd would have known because he, he studied everybody. He studied everybody's information. Wouldn't he, he at least he knows know? Nothing. Remember, he knows nothing about Anya. Not a single thing. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. All he did was go to an orphanage and pick a random kid that they said was smart. That's right, because yeah, the guy the that worked, he was kind of like, there's no information. He didn't give him, he, he gave him no, he said there's no information on the child. Yeah. I mean, even in the episode he mentioned, he's like, man, I really did pick the wrong kid. Yeah. So, yeah, no, he doesn't know anything about her at all. That's crazy. If he knew, because if he knew that she was experimented on, and that she potentially has abilities, that would put her more in, you know, he she would be more in his favor, or he would be more in her favor, because like he it would be like, okay, this is somebody I can definitely use for this mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that... I had to train to mm-hmm. to memorize things. I would know that she could just read my mind, and she'd be perfectly fine anyway. She's perfect for the for the for the mission. Man. So that's a whole lot of okay. All right. So I, I don't have much else. Like I think I'm it's say, a good this is just a happy episode. It's not, I think it's a good episode. It's a setup episode. It's a it's an episode, as Matthew said, it's the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. can clearly see it because it sets up that way. Everything happens nicely. They drink coffee. She has hot cocoa. They Aww. go on the ooting. Or outing, like, or whatever ooting. they call it, <laughs> Re- like, yeah. like eating cookies too, Lou. Eating cookies. <laughs> the point that, that they have a spy who makes cookies, right? <laughs> like like those cookies look extravagant. Had little sprinkles on it and everything. I was like, got a little cherry, little this. cherry and a raspberry filling. I was like, why does Ethan I? Hunt never make cookies? <laughs> like. <laughs> Does Triple X make cookies? Does James Bond make cookies? He's too cold for cookies. (laughs) John Wick ain't even made no cookies. I was going to make a joke about James Bond and and Evan. Anyways. Yeah, nah. nah. We want none of James Bond's cookies. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. Nah, he only gets cookies. He don't make cookies. I was going to ask, well, you made a joke for me. I don't even need to say it. Anyway, what do we rate this episode? Um... I just rated it cute, man. I don't. You, you I don't want to rate this one. me to rate episode by episode. I am never gonna rank an episode. <laughs> it's a cute episode. I thought that's it was what really I mean. Good. You you can't rank just an episode. You got to rank a series. As an episode, it, it it follows the necessary patterns to set up um the storm that you clearly see coming. Mm. But here is just to establish them as a family because I'm assuming you have to establish the caring that needs to happen for whatever's about to happen to have a true impact on the story. Because yeah. you see Lloyd here, he's falling for both of them in, in a sense of being family. Yeah. Or even him like being comfortable with someone praising him because he's never had that happen before. Right. For him yeah. doing a job. That's like real, again, yeah. it just sets up what we're going to See coming down the line, which is not going to be the best of things. Yeah, 
no. I I don't know. Matt, you got anything else? Yeah, it's gonna be some uh, it's gonna be some hard some hard roads. Um the next episode, so did we so did you guys stay stick around till the end to see the preview for next week's up for this week's episode? What you guys was that intentional or you just forgot it? Oh, it's intentional. Okay, I, I didn't okay. want to see it. I didn't I like going to stuff blind. Yeah. Because I don't I don't want anticipation for a thing I can't see immediately. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fair. You know what? I probably should do that too, because I don't even know why I do that to myself. Or at this this weekly I literally okay. I turn off any show I watch, I turn it off right before they get to like the music cue and then on next week's episode. Nope. Mm-mm, I don't want to know. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. All right. So I want. I really. All right. So I want. I was gonna bring up a, a conversation into that, but that's fine. I mean, this closing statements concerning that. I mean, this is how you rate an episode. Is he? Was it? Hmm. Or was it? Hmm. So it was. Hmm. So it was a really good episode. That, that's my ranking. That's my rating for the episode. It was. Hmm. So um, with a count hmm. of cute. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. Cute. It was fun. Anya's the best. Um, yeah, man, she's just the best. Even when, like, you, you know, it's true. Everybody's everybody got that one little cousin or the one little kid that everybody knows that when you go to the house, they got to give the whole tour. Yep. They got to show you all the rooms, hey, and hey. you just got to enjoy it when they're little. Because when they get older, <laughs> none of that happens. It no. never happens <laughs> not at all. I remember, I remember my cousins. I remember my little cousins used to always do that. Even though we've been to the house so many times, they would always go, okay, so this is my mom's room, and then this is my room, and this is where you're <laughs> yeah. sleeping, and this is where Yeah. But no, that's it. It was it was good. It was great. Yeah. So one, thing, one thing I was going to ask, and I know Matt can't answer it, but... I might be able to. When... We know at this point Anya can read people's minds, right? Uh-huh. And we know that she can kind of focus on a, at a distance. But is it possible that she can control people's minds? If she can hear people's thoughts, I'm wondering if another extension to her power is being able to actually control people's minds and how much that would be useful on both sides of what (laughs) their professions are as assassins and Mm. as spies that not only she can hear people, but she can potentially um, take over their minds. I, I I actually could answer that question real quick. Cause I don't know. I do have a response though. Cause I don't. I don't know. I, I have no idea. My only question with that is what I'm thinking is like it depends on the rules they set up for for, for telepathy. Because we know, are we using X? You know, uh, X Men. You know, telepaths. Are we using? No. Is it Jean Grey? Is, or is like, it Professor X? Like, like, what are we doing? Or, 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 is it just, <laughs> or is it just a standard? I can read your mind. Kind of thing. I, like, I hope know, and pray do. it's a standard. I can read your mind. I hope so too. I hope it's not because if Anya else. turns into the Dark Phoenix in this show, it's anime. It's anime. You never know. They they pull out some things. There's the one few. There's like a, there's a couple of animes that they plan everything in the manga from beginning to end. Attack on Titan. I know is one of those. Yeah, Where everything's already planned out. Right. There's very mm-hmm. few of them like that. A lot of yeah. a lot of anime, a lot of manga, the manga cuz when they're writing this stuff, they're like, oh, oh shoot, this is actually doing good last week. Oh, bet I gotta write something else. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh uh this person can grow th- three extra fingers if they drink water two times a day. 
and that stuff happens all the time, so you never know. Yeah, the only reason why I brought it up was the fact that when <laughs> we saw the flashback, we knew that she could read people's minds, but they were trying to push her. They already knew she could read people's minds, so I was like, "What is? What are they trying to maybe push the her range?" For? Or the, well, yeah, I was thinking it could be like an eleven situation, like eleven in they were trying to push her. I would say hey, distance when they were. When they were pushing her, pay attention to when she attempted to push herself, how she almost she passed out. Mm -hmm. So them pushing her could have gotten it to we need you to be able to focus better because his weird part. She can't focus on one person. No, we see that she hears everything around her. So and when she attempted to focus on one person, she passed out because she couldn't do it. So maybe the push is. We need you to be able to be around a crowd of people mm-hmm. and silence everyone else around you, but the one person we need yeah, you, you need to hear. Because mm-hmm. she might not even she might not even have a choice. It might be nightmares for her every day. We yep. don't she we don't even know she could take it off. She might be going to sleep, hearing everything and everyone all at once. You it, it comes across like weird comparison i already i already know and i know it's a weird comparison it's an episode of charmed right where prue becomes like this (laughs) not that weird in context (laughs) when prue uh develops the power of empathy and she can't control it because everything's around her so she Hmm. feels everybody that's how it felt like anya when she was in that crowd of people she hmm. couldn't control it. She heard everything humanly possible. Or it's an episode of, I can't remember what comic book television show movie it is, where the guy gets the superhero's powers and he hears everything. And he's like, I can't focus on anything because I hear everybody crying. And how, how do I focus it on just one person to know what I'm supposed to do? I, I was going to say to add to that, it reminded me specifically of uh, Superman and Lois season one with uh, with Jordan when yes. he first ah, got his when he first got his intelligence it. that was it right show. yeah it. yeah and he was he he could he was hearing everything and he had to wear yep. earmuffs uh-huh. and everything like that so it, you saw how crazy how crazy he was going like I can't do anything like my head I gotta wear these earmuffs and you see the way Anya reacted to being in that crowd of people. Because she heard everything, and she just like, I can't do this. I can't. I I don't well, like I these that. environments. Look, I'll be I'll be real with you. I'd be the same way if I was in some random political rally somewhere. I probably <laughs> I probably be the same thing. I probably be like, I can't be here. I gotta go. <laughs> Too much. Oh my god. On, on that note, we are gonna go retreat. We got another review. We about to drop uh, probably sometime later on tomorrow morning. Um, Matt, where can everybody find you, dude? Yeah, you can find me uh, pretty much on most of the social medias at Matthew Lee Hanks. Go to the description bar below. His YouTube channel is right down there as well as his Twitter. You can find me and Lucas here on JVS as well as other places for Lucas. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. anyway, but we'll be back <laughs> next week. I'll talk to y'all later. Peace, guys. <laughs> Filing out the top of the I can see the skyline. Picking my radius on the timeline. Ain't nothing on my mind.